Hello, everybody. It is Renee, and I am uh, going to be introducing one of my clients today. Uh, Melissa has had an amazing transformation, and I am so excited that she is here today to uh, share her story with all of you. So I'll bring Melissa up here. And um, here she comes. There she is. Hi. Hey, Melissa. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Hi. So um, Melissa has lost a total of mm -hmm. um, 125 pounds. Yes. It's so awesome. And, and we're going to, we're going to just really be sharing her whole story. So 80 pounds of it was using ideal protein and our clinic, yes. um, so our coaches and, and all of that. But she started before that using um, OptiFast, the OptiFast program that she uh, purchased through the Kaiser program. Is that right? Right. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Okay, so let's just um, start with um, tell us about how you finally said, "Okay, enough is enough," and and uh, went out and searched for the Optifast program. How you decided on that program? Yeah. So I was. Let's see. Um, I guess it, it was a little over two and a half years ago, and um, I was just I weighed two eighty three, and I just could not. Like I just wasn't feeling good about myself anymore. And I noticed hanging out with my kids was harder and getting you know up and down off the floor. I had a two-year-old at the time and um, it just was so, so hard. And um, I just, I didn't like it. And I've always been an athlete. And so I played three sports in high school and I played softball in college. And so it, it's always been something I've been, you know, I enjoyed a lot, but I just was like, this is not me. I was embarrassed to like, go to like reunion things or like um, events where maybe, you know, my athletic friends were, I think it, I didn't care so much about everybody else, but it was more, it, it said something. I felt like I had, had failed as an athlete, if that makes any sense. And so, um, so yeah, so I just was like, I can't keep doing this. And so I was looking through what Kaiser had available and um, they had the OptiFast, which is essentially a liquid diet. Um, for the most part, for a long time, <laughs> and so you're drinking <laughs> shakes, and you are—I um, think you get one bar a day, and then, um, yeah, and you are committing to doing. Um, it's supposed to be like a year program, but really, you're only on full liquid diet for about three months. Um, so you can't ever get to your goal if you're over, you know, if if you've got more to lose than what's in that three months, and so. That was kind of the hard part is that I went for, I started and I, I had lost um, about 75 pounds. And, um, but then they have you kind of, you phase off of the product and then you're kind of stuck with like, what do I do now? And, um, and we had classes, but they would change the times. And I just, I couldn't, I just wasn't doing a good job. And they didn't, I didn't know how to eat real food anymore. To me, losing weight meant drinking a shake. And to be honest, it made me sick even thinking about having to drink a shake again. So I just couldn't do it. So I just was like, you know, and I slowly just started creeping back up in my weight. So, yeah. So um, I, I think, you know, for me, it was so surprising to me when mm -hmm. you first came in and saw me and, and you told me that 
you had a limited amount of time to do this program mm -hmm. and and that then you were just you know boom you were out there in you know what i call the wild wild west yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> Yeah. If, if anybody knows me, uh, it's it's it, the Wild Wild West is a fearsome place. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, especially when you're drinking shakes all the time, like the like the world just opens up way too big too fast. So, yeah, yeah. And and I like I like what you said is is um, you know I thought that having a meal was drinking a shake, right. and um, yeah. you That's know how you Thanksgiving meal was drinking a shake. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, poor you. Oh, it's okay. Um, so then tell us, how did you find Ideal Protein? So I had a friend that also did the um, the OptiFast program and we had kept in touch and we kind of were like, you know, accountability for each other. And um, she started on um, Ideal Protein and she's like, hey, you know, you got to check out this, this uh, program. And I was like, uh, you know, just the thought of another program and, and we both had been creeping up in our weight. We both like it just, we, we were not being successful long-term, you know, with this program. And so, um, and she's, you got to check it out. And she was very, you know, anti, um, sugar. She realized how much Optifast had a ton of sugar actually in it. You don't realize it because you're just drinking stuff, but she was very, you know, she was doing lots of research about, um, you know, your insulin levels and those type of things. And, um, and I had never really paid attention to it. And she's, you got to read this book. And like, I mean, she kind of just got me thinking about it. And then, so she started this program and I kind of just followed her through ideal protein and was like, wow, like she's re eating real food for the most part. And she's, you know, like enjoying it and she's dropping weight and she's feeling good and she was active and, and it was really inspiring. So I was like, you know, what? I got to check it out. And so I made an appointment with you, Renee, and that's kind of where it started. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, it's it's always interesting to me. And and like I told Melissa, um, when you when I have someone um, that is um, like Melissa came in, she did the program like clockwork. She <laughs> never deviated. Every week she had a smile on her face. She was just gung-ho. And, and those are the clients that actually scare me because <laughs> when we get to the maintenance phase, oh man, we yeah. got some problems going on because exactly. it's, it's you're, you're no longer like Melissa knows how to live in the box and right. how to just push through and, and, you know, do the program right. and, you know, so, so yeah. uh, we'll talk about maintenance in a little bit, but um, I kind of wanted to, I wanted to go over some of, some of the things that you sent me. Um, so uh, Melissa is going to share her, the, the reason that she was able to be successful and, and, yeah. you know, we all know that we can lose weight on any program. And, and so, you know, Melissa started um, her 125 pound loss journey over at OptiFast. Um, but the last 80 pounds, she has been here um, on Ideal Protein. So if you guys are just jumping on the broadcast, if you're here live, if you have um, questions for Melissa, if there's something that really responds to you and, and you know, uh, touches your heart, hit the heart button, the like button. Um, and, and number one, um, we all know people that 
that want to get healthy and just don't really know what the tools are to do it, push the share button and um, share this broadcast out so that we can start creating wellness. Um, you know, my goal is to create as much wellness in my local community as I can. Um, and, um, you know, we with Facebook, we're able to share that and really create wellness um, throughout the world. Um, so, uh, you know, that's really why, why Melissa, um, agreed to come on here is to really share her story and inspiration and to motivate other people to change their lives. Yeah. So Melissa, yeah. tell us a little bit about your family and kind of like the stuff that, that you do every day and, and how you integrated yourself in, into the family with, with what you were doing. Yeah. So, um, I think a big thing, um, so I've got three kids. I've got a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a four-year-old. And um, we're very busy, lots of sports, lots of Girl Scouts, and you know, different things like that. Um, so th I think for me, um, it was it that was hard. I think at first I remember um I had posted a question one time on one of the Facebook groups about like um, how do you, you know, cook for your family and cook for yourself at the same time? Cause I felt like I was going a little crazy. Like I felt like I was doing two meals all the time. And, um, and there's one woman, like she, she kind of, she hurt my feelings a little bit at first. <laughs> she said it, she was like, why are you doing that? You should not be cooking two meals for your family. Your family can eat what you're eating. And I kind of like had this epiphany and, um, I was like, you're right. Like, why can't my kids be eating way more vegetables? And why can't they eat, be eating healthy proteins and cut down on the pasta and that kind of stuff? And, and um, they do need, you know, carbs and things like that. But those are easy things to kind of, you know, add on the side once in a while. Um, but yeah, so I, I had this epiphany. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to be cooking as much, you know, double meals and that kind of stuff. And so, um, so yeah, and I, I, um, I'm working part time right now. So, uh, I'm, I'm normally a full-time high school English teacher, but now I'm subbing right now. So I'm kind of coming up with how to meal plan for that too. And what I'm taking to work, because you guys know uh, there's teachers don't have long lunch breaks and you don't have lots of time to, you know, plan or, you know, you have to bring things with you. You don't always have access to a microwave as quickly as you want. And so, um, so yeah, so just kind of, that was a new challenge for me was as get, I was getting back into teaching and things like that. But um, I think planning has been big and figuring out like, okay, what's the goal for the week? How am I going to eat? What's I used to actually make, and I'm trying to get back to this place. Um, I do an entire month calendar of wow. all the meals for the whole family. Yeah. And, um, it really, really helped me. Um, that was my, and I felt less stress significantly when I did a full calendar for the month. And at least it was a kind of suggestions, if that makes any sense. It didn't always happen exactly the way I pictured it. And I kind of took into consideration our schedule, but then I wasn't going to the store all the time. And I kind of, I didn't buy for the whole month, but I would buy for the week. And, mm -hmm. um, and then there were some nights where things just didn't go the way we planned. And we ended up having to stop and grab something or whatever. Like we made accommodations, but I still had the food for that. So I knew that I could move it to another night and, and it really helped um, my stress level and just planning as a busy family. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are great strategies. 
Um, in moving into ideal protein, and I think some people sometimes, and this is a time of year when a lot of people are starting on the program and right. um, feeling like, how did you feel when you first got your initial packet and you knew, oh my gosh, I've got to do four cups of veggies, I've got to get this protein prepared, and then I have these other meals I got to do, and I've got to eat every three hours, and I got to take my supplements and I have to drink my water. How did you start integrating all of that? That felt super overwhelming at first because um, I'd never eaten that many vegetables in my entire life. <laughs> so it was really challenging for me to figure out how to do that. Um, but one of the big things was starting at breakfast. Um, a lot of people don't associate a lot of vegetables with breakfast, but I love my favorite is to take um, rice cauliflower and put it in my oatmeal. I love that. That's my favorite. It's very filling. It is, you know, yummy. And I don't, you know, it just gives a little bit more texture to the oatmeal. Um, but right then and there, I'm already getting between, it depends on how much I want to put in between a, a half a cup and a cup of vegetables already in the morning. And so, or whether it's a shake with spinach or whether it's, you know, I can, you know, start maybe some of my protein early with, you know, some eggs or something like that. But I generally do the oatmeal and kind of start my veggies early in the morning and then just integrating it in each part of my meal or as a snack or whatever, but just kind of always planning how, where those vegetables fit in throughout the day. The protein seems to be pretty easy for me, but um, the vegetables was a challenge at first. And now it's kind of second nature. You know, I just, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of just, it took a while, but it, it figured it out and making sure I got this big canister of um, for my water. And so I know every time, you know, how much I'm, I think it's 40 ounces. So I know if I drink through that, like I've got, if I could do two or three of those a day, I'm looking great, you know, in terms of my water. And so um, just things like that, things that I, it helps me to calculate how much I'm getting in every day. That's awesome. So when you had a week where maybe um, you didn't see the numbers moving on the scale, I mean, you started uh, January, yeah, at the end of January last year. Yeah. Okay. The, the end of January. And um, mm -hmm. what um, what kinds of things demotivated you and how did you work through those moments? I think just knowing I didn't want to go back. That was the big thing. Um, I didn't want to fail. And I think I failed so many times in my life in this area um, over and over and over again. And um I didn't want to go back. And that's kind of, I kind of felt like I was clawing my way back um, every time. So when I started seeing success, I was like, Hey, that's two pounds. Like whether it was, you know, there were some weeks it was like three and a half or four pounds. And I was like, yeah, I did something great that week. And then the next week it was one pound. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? But my water fluctuates so much the time of the month fluctuates everything. And so you have to look at it overall. And I always knew that like the week after my period, I like, was like, I generally didn't lose anything, but then like the week after that, it was like a big loss. So it just, you had to be patient and wait and watch, you know, and learn. I started keeping kind of track of my weight and what happened each month and different things. And I kind of started to see, a you know, a routine of a pattern. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. I love that. So, so you, um, it, were there any points along the way where you felt like giving up? Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure. Um, but I, I feel like, um, again, I, and I was reaching new territory too. That's a thing. I hadn't been as low as I was at some, certain points that I mean, in, in my adult life that I can remember. Um, so that was kind of new, um, for me. Um, I had I remember, 
I remember yeah. us talking about that. Like, you know, you were like, I've never been past this weight in my adult life. And right. I don't know that that my body will do that. And I think that's a it's a misnomer that a mm -hmm. lot of people really, you know, think, um, right. you know, because maybe since high school, they've been at, you know, 180 or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, they just think maybe maybe my body can't do that. Right. Yeah. But it's, but it's not true. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I think in seeing myself differently was hard too. I think looking in the mirror and being like, whoa, like what is happening to you? You know, and I kept having these epiphanies or, you know, comments from people, but you're, it just is this, the mind part of it is probably for me, one of the more difficult parts of the whole thing. It's it's, just, uh, you're you're not alone. So there's yeah. there's actual you know studies that have been done on this. Yeah. And here's one of the, one of the things. And and we've talked about this. Um, it takes sometimes it takes our brains a, a long long time to see ourselves as we really are. And right. so we have to start picturing ourselves when we look in that mirror. If we keep seeing the old version of ourselves right. we slowly we slowly make our way back to that picture right so um we have to change that uh that picture in our yeah. mind and mm -hmm. and it was funny the other day melissa and i were meeting about we're, we're in maintenance now so we were having a little maintenance meeting and uh i said to her she had gone and gotten on our fit 3d scale and and it, the scan doesn't come for 10 or 15 minutes so i was like so what the scan say and she said oh um 200 and such and such and i was like i was writing it down and i was like what and she goes oh my gosh that just came so fast it's 100 and such and such yeah and and i was like i started laughing because i was like oh my god that came so easy that means your mind hasn't flipped yet the yes. number one is the front number <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy and i just i yeah well and it's funny too because i think as i think about it more and start seeing myself in different clothes and things like that. I, I still am struggling with how does that affect me now? Or how does it affect my kids? You know, the way they view me. And like, I mean, there's so many components to this. It's just, it, it's mind blowing really. So. And, and you know what you, you look so cute. Like I saw you in all your holiday clothes <laughs> and what have you. And, and when you go and buy clothes, how do you feel? feel like when you go go to the dressing room yeah what's that what is that new experience oh it is it's really fun um i've always enjoyed clothes you know buying clothes and um but i've always had to go to the one section and and um you know it's funny i was talking to my sister-in-laws who are like you know this big and they've always been that big but we were talking about how because they had asked me the same question like how does shopping feel to you and i was like you know like it used to be like I'd go to Macy's or something. If I'm looking for something special or whatever, I'd go to Macy's and I'd be like, this is my corner of the store where now like the whole store is my option. And <laughs> it feels like I'm like, I don't even know what section I'm supposed to like. It just feels too much sometimes, but I've learned like, okay, so let's just experiment a little bit and see, you know, what style I like or whatever. But it just is funny to like, it, it feels sometimes overwhelming, but in a good way, right? Like, and it feels good. Yeah. To something I've never tried on before. And 
Yeah. Things with things with waistlines, like you oh, were wearing a really cute, uh, was it a red skirt at yeah. Christmas time, yeah. which looked so cute on you. I mean, you. you know, it, it showed off your waistline yeah. and the whole thing. And, and how did that feel? Oh, it felt amazing. It definitely felt amazing. Yeah. You just, you feel good and you feel when I feel beautiful, like I, I don't know if I could confidently have ever said that before, but I felt beautiful that day. You know, I felt really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You looked, you totally look beautiful. So um, let's talk about some of the strategies. So now Melissa went into maintenance right before the holidays. And of course, you know, we were all kind of in and yeah. out of the office. We didn't always have time to meet all the time. And um, we had a couple of little tearful meetings because her weight started to creep right. and, and she got scared and freaked out and disappointed in herself and beating mm -hmm. herself up. Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah. Um, well, and that's another thing I'm realizing too, is how uh, it's tied in so much with my emotions too. So like when I'm eating poorly, my emotions feel worse than they actually are, if that makes any sense. And so um, I really like, I just, I was having these times where I was just like feeding my face with like random food. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I'd be so angry at myself for doing it. And then trying to figure out like, okay, the next day I'm going to start all over again, you know? And I just felt like I was in this cycle of like, this is, why are you, you know, why are you torturing yourself here? And so like this kind of, nail it down a little bit better. And, um, Renee, I was like, um, going to weigh in and my son was having some problems in the morning health wise. And so I was like, I'm just not going to make the weigh in. But she was like, come in to our tune up class if you can this afternoon. And I was like, you know what? That's right. I need that refocus time. I need that opportunity to kind of think through this a little bit better. And, um, yeah, I went to it and I have been, straight to the sheet since just trying to, you know, get the, the weight back down to where it was. Um, I don't have too much more, but you know, it's, it's okay. Well, yeah. let's talk about that is, is the epiphany that you had in the tune-up class was. Oh, lots of, well, one that you said that I was in maintenance and I was like, I'm in maintenance. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, yeah. When I think it's because I've been doing this for so long. Um, you know, when you've been kind of battling at least this big chunk of it for so long, it's been over two years, you know, so I feel like I'm always in this like state of having to lose a lot of weight. And, um, you were like, you're in maintenance now. This is different. This is, you have to look at it differently. You can't beat yourself up, you know, as much. And, and you said, um, also, um, oh, I just lost it. It was in my head. Like, but, um, like a, an end, an end yeah, date. That was it. That's exactly. You were like, you need to pick an end date. And I was like, Oh, you're right. Like I can have an end date to this because it doesn't feel like it's forever. So that was yeah. So so she wanted to over the holidays about ten pounds came back, mm -hmm. and um, you know, come on, let's let's face the fact. She lost one hundred and twenty five pounds. Right. Ten pounds is less than ten percent. Right. And um, and it's natural for our bodies. You know, our body was used to, her body was used to being at a certain weight for a very long right. time. Right. So we have to be patient with our body as it learns what its new, right. 
new normal is, right? Exactly. So this is your new normal. Mm-hmm. And um, so she she just wanted to, the, the few things that crept up um, during the holidays, we want to take right back off after the holidays. Right. So, you know, my whole point about the tune-up uh, workshop that we did was we have to mentally have a beginning and an end. Right. And so literally, you know, we're talking for maybe five weeks and it's done. We can mentally just put ourselves into gear when we know that there's an end. If we're always like, if we're always on a diet, we can't get ourselves restarted Mm -hmm. again because we're just so sick of it. Like I've been I've been watching my weight since I was 22 years old. Right. And and there have been points in time where I was just like, oh, my gosh, I need a freaking break. And then and then I realized, you know what? This is not a diet. Right. This is a lifestyle. So then, you know, each step along the way, we have a little bit different epiphany as we as we keep educating ourselves and keep transitioning to the next place um so um in maintenance Mm -hmm. tell us um so we talked about uh, a few tips for success um number one was having a coach so how Mm -hmm. in doing a a different program initially Mm -hmm. and doing the ideal protein protocol afterwards what made that what made having a coach make you successful oh just i mean one being able to contact you if i need you you know what i mean like you know not like right now but i meant like in within a week i i was able to contact you and say look i'm kind of you can sense already that i was feeling overwhelmed with like trying to like figure out how to get back and um and um yeah. And just be able to have that, a, a sit down talk with you and, um, to just know that somebody's in your corner and that you're not going to beat me up. I do enough of that myself, you know, like, so you're there to encourage me and to kind of make sure that I keep things in mind. And I mean, and you actually took it, you know, it's funny. Cause I think as, as someone trying to lose weight, you're always thinking that your coach is going to like, you know, you know, and I don't know if I've ever felt that way from you. Like sometimes you're like, okay, like good reminders, but I think we're all so afraid that we're going to get yelled at because it's just a common thing. I mean, whether you're weighing in at Weight Watchers or whatever, you fear that like, Ooh, they're going to get mad at me. And yeah, which is why, which is why people don't show up for their appointment because they think that, that, you know, I had someone say to me the other day, like, I don't want to disappoint you. Right. Exactly. You're not not disappointing me. I'm here to help you to, to motivate you to, you know, this is supposed to be a supportive environment. So, you know, my thing always is, is whether you want to um, show up or not show up because every time, you know, you're going to show up, you have some sort of success along the way. And all those little successes add up to the big success, which is, you know, over time. And, and now, you know, you have your big success, you've lost 125 pounds and and owning that and, and seeing the new you and enjoying the new you. Um, And, and so uh, the next one that you said was accountability. So having friends to text and the Facebook group. So let's talk a little bit about the Facebook groups and kind of things that, that, 
helped you and things that may not have helped you? Yeah. Um, I get a lot from like, it What's funny. Cause like, you know, if, if on Facebook, you're able to kind of like take in as much as you want or not as much as you want. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah, like if I'm feeling like I need some encouragement, I read through the stories or questions that people have. Um, but it's funny though, when I was um, not doing well, I noticed that I did not want to read any of those stories. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I didn't want to be reminded of what I was doing wrong. And so like, that was a check in my head of like, usually you enjoy doing this, you know? So that's kind of a funny thing that, you know, I can tell when I'm not doing great. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's just a good reminder is I like to see people's journeys and, um, just, just every, we're all in this together. And I think that's kind of what we're all struggling. We all have struggled with our weight. We all have had eating issues and things like that. And so it's kind of nice to know that you're not alone, you know? Yeah. And, and I think sometimes, um, we do feel very lonely in our world and we tend to, um, particularly this time of year, we tend right. to kind of become a hermit and stay at mm -hmm. home and, you yeah. know, then, then we get tired of what we're doing and then we go, Oh, screw this. And, and I'm just going to go for it and go to pizza right. anyway. Um, so, you know, understanding, having those support systems in place and, and I know you had a very good friend, um, Jennifer, that, uh, mm -hmm. you guys could talk and collaborate. You, right. you know, she was watching you along your way and, and right. you were helping her out cause she came on after you. Right. Um, so, you know, having that, that friend that actually supports you instead of puts you down. Right. Um, did you ever have family members or people close to you that made comments that may not have been so, so kind? Definitely. <laughs> I, I've gotten some kind of a backhanded compliments that are kind of funny. Like I had, um, my mother-in-law was like, oh, you're so pretty now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> thank you. Like, I don't, I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> um, yeah. But stuff like, you know, you're like, well, what did you think of me before? You know, but um, I <laughs> yeah, understand the behind it, you know, and it, but it also made me question like, well, what did they think about me beforehand? And what were they talking about before that kind of stuff? Um, and I know that people were concerned, especially when I was at my heaviest, like my, my health and um, the impact yeah. on, you know, being able to get around with my kids and that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny, those little things. And, um, and you know, the other thing that's been really good is I've been trying to be open really with everybody about it, like not making it my private journey, but like all of my friends know what I'm doing. Um, I have friends that even moved away and we do the Marco Polo app. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that before, but it's, no, I, haven't. <laughs> I love it. It's, you can leave videos for your friends. And so we oh. don't worry about like time, like matching up on time, like to talk, we just leave videos for each other, but you know, she's like that. That's, yeah, that, sounds, that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> it's exactly. It's exactly. So yeah. And so we leave messages for each other and we, I mean, we talk about our weight, we talk about everything. And so, um, just having that accountability with people that aren't even on the program too, is just them knowing what you're doing and like, Hey, how's that going? Or, you know, those kind of things. So it helps. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, I, I do have a, a few clients, not a ton of them, but I do have a few clients that absolutely do not share with anybody. Right. Um, I would say the majority of my clients share with a couple of people, right. but don't really share their journey out there. Um, what, what is your biggest piece of advice uh, about 
becoming, you know, how, how was it easy for you to start opening up your story to people? Um, obviously when people started seeing my weight loss, that became like, it was kind of like the elephant in the room, like kind of literally, but like the, I, the weight loss started coming off and people were like, Whoa, what's going on. And it, it's interesting too, because the lower weight you get, like 10 pounds makes a huge difference, right? Like in your weight versus like yeah. 10 pounds when I was at 283, no one noticed probably for 30 or 40 pounds that I lost anything. But as right. I've gotten lower, now people are like, oh my gosh, you're losing weight so fast. And I'm like, I'm not, It's this has been a long journey. It's just, you're seeing it finally, <laughs> you know? And so I think it, and I, you know, and people ask me questions and I tell them what I'm doing and, um, I, you know, I say vegetables and protein is the big thing, right? You know, you've got it, that's what, really incorporates most of our eating. And so, um, so yeah, so I think it's been a, just telling people and being willing to, you know, when I, we go out to a meal, like people know what I have to be careful of what I eat and, or even have friends that are like, okay, what can I make you for dinner? I want to make you something that you can eat that everybody can partake in. So I appreciate that. And it makes it a little bit easier, you know, so yeah. I say, don't worry about me because I don't think that everyone should have to worry about me. You know, I'll make sure I'll, I'm taken care of or whatever, but yeah, that's that's uh, uh, it's so nice to have supportive friends. I I have some clients that nobody's supportive of them, and I always feel for them because yeah. you know it, you know they're living on an island. So um, it's yeah. awesome that you had supportive friends. How did you handle? Um, are are I don't know if you are you a drinker? I can't remember. I'm not big on it. No, okay. I, um, it, that's one of the things that's been easier. I mean, my my um, in laws they are big drinkers and um. I think they feel a little offended that I don't partake with them, <laughs> but it's, for me, it's one of those easy things I can cut out of calories that doesn't bother me, but I do miss, you know, going out for swirls with the girls or that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I usually just get a sparkling water or something like that. That hasn't been super and, hard. For and me. still, you still participated, right? What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't cut myself off from social activities. I made sure I was there as much as possible and did as best as I could, you know? So that's, that's awesome. And, and was that hard for you to do initially to go out with friends and, totally. and they're eating pizza and, and you're sitting there with your salad? Like, yeah. how did you handle all of that? Yeah, definitely was hard. Um, it was funny. We were talking about texting with people. I remember Jennifer was going on her. She was like, I'm going on my first eating out. Like, and, and it <laughs> felt like a big event. It really does. And like, you're trying to think of what you can plan for. And so oftentimes, if I knew for sure where we were going, I would look up the menu ahead of time, kind of plan what I could have. And um, and sometimes it's like you get some interesting meals just because you're like, take this out and take this out and take this out. And, you know. It, it's, it's kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just planning ahead and knowing kind of what you're going into helps a lot. So, and, and did you feel comfortable, um, sitting at the table saying, yeah. take off the croutons, take off the sauce too, it depends on the restaurant for me. Like, um, I think if it's like a restaurant that like, they really like, this is their meals that they've created. I feel a little nervous about this because I feel like I'm deconstructing their perfection. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if I'm going to a, um, kind of more of a chain or, uh, th those places I'm like, they don't care. They're just producing food at mass amounts. You know what I mean? And so, right. um, so yeah, right. so that doesn't bother me. I do. I still feel a little bit like, 
sorry, I'm going to like ruin the perfect thing you just made <laughs> and spent months of your life creating, but, <laughs> but they do oh, it. So oh, well, oh, well, you know, honestly, that, that was something I, I kind of started that transition into changing foods and what have you back in the, uh, I'm going to date myself back in the nineties. Mm -hmm. um, so about 20 some odd years ago. And, um, you know, it's just second nature to yeah. me. Yeah. now and and it just became it's just how i eat right um and and so um you know when you make we have little you know stepping stones along the way where we just it, we start just being what we are you know right. instead of oh i can't have that it's more to me it's like i don't want that no right. take that off of there yeah. and that's yeah. that's I'm gonna get a stomach ache from that. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly, exactly. So, you know, you, you start owning it as, as your own meal plan, like, right. you know, right. and, and I think that's hard for, for a lot of people, especially when you've um, been all in uh, for a long period of time and, and right. you used food as, as everything. Right. Um, on that note, how do you how do you disconnect your emotions and food? How how have you, you know, changed your relationship with food? I think I'm still working on that, to be honest. Um, like like you were saying, like when I'm on the program and like I just kind of create this like, you know, box that I'm in and I'm like, this is where I live and this is how it works. But when I'm off in maintenance, it's. I constantly have to remind myself, okay, why are you wanting this? What is, and so my emotions definitely play a huge part of that. And, and that's always been my go-to, right. Is food like this, right. you know, ice cream is going to make me feel better. And it, for like three seconds it does. And then I'm like miserable and mad at myself and, you know, and that's not worth it to me. Um, but yep. trying to figure, yeah, that balance is really hard. And, um, one, and two. and that that really uh, honestly that really becomes what happens. Um, I like your right. words. That's not worth it to me. And right. and and that's exactly how I live my life and maintain my sixty five pound loss. Right. Is because you know I I look at the menu and yeah, there's a lot of things I like on there. Mm -hmm. And certainly it would be fun to you know eat what I used to eat. Uh, cheese filled. Uh, fried jalapeno poppers dipped in <laughs> ranch dressing but it's not worth it to me on a couple different levels i know i'm not going to feel good afterwards right. i know that probably i'm going to make myself sick and i and i also know that i'm gonna gain weight right. so on a couple different levels it's just right. not worth it to me right. Um, right. so i make different choices based on it's just not worth it to me right Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's, and, yeah. and again, getting away from, uh, that, that thought process of, I can't have, oh, I can't have that. I can't have that. Right. You can have anything you want. Right. Remember right. when, when I said that to you? No, 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 no. Yeah. You <laughs> want. Yes, it is. Are you sure you want this? Yeah. <laughs> when I think too, as a parent and what I'm modeling for my kids are trying to, like, even my husband, my husband loves to bake, loves to oh. bake. And it, it can be difficult at times. Um, he, I mean, it's just his creative outlet. And so like, I want to honor that, but at the same time, like then we're feeding it to our kids. Right. And so then we have this balance and I've had to, you know, um, he's kind of trying to trim down the last couple weeks just to, he doesn't gain a whole lot of weight, but like 
he's been trying to trim down and he's cut out the the desserts. And I just was like, you know, we really need to make desserts again that it's a once a week treat or it's a, you know what I mean? Versus yeah. like an everyday yeah. event, you know, like, and I don't know why, how we got to that place in our lives, but, um, but yeah, well, just like I, a better I, example. Think a, I think a lot of it stems back to how we were raised, you know, right. Yeah. Um, if you were raised that every single meal you, you know, or every dinner you had dessert after mm -hmm. it, that's just like, that's yeah. comfort. That's yeah. home. That, that yeah. feels good. Right. Right. right, right. Um, and so, you know, changing out things and, and making, um, not necessarily rules, right. but, um, having different lifestyle strategies right. that are, are, they're there because you want your family to get healthier and and you know working in a school system how unhealthy our our children are now and um i remember you telling me at one point you know my husband and i talked and we really want to make our family healthier and right. and we really sat down and talked together about how we're going to do that right. with family meals and, and, and with lunches and with breakfasts. And, and I was so impressed by that because you weren't just thinking about yourself any longer and you, in, you know, your husband was on board and supportive. Right. 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 So, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. creating, creating, and, and like you said, we are modeling behavior for our children. And if we are always perpetually on a diet if we're always talking negative to ourselves, if we're always looking in the mirror and upset with ourselves, our kids see every nuance. Right. Right. And, and seeing, yeah, you know, seeing right. your, yeah, what, what kind of feedback have your kids given you since, since you've been on this? Just like more vegetables. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they actually love, um, they love zoodles. So, um, okay. yeah. So like if we have chicken zoodle soup, that that's the, one of their favorites. Um, my son, my youngest is a little bit trickier with eating just in general, but, um, we're trying to do a better job of actually only giving him what we expect him to eat, if that makes any sense. But he actually is eating yeah. through everything we're expecting him to eat. So that's good. Like we're kind of seeing some progress with him as well, but my older daughters will generally eat anything. Um, but so it was pretty much like us making that decision to make it better. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that family decision and, and would be great to, you know, motivate people, um, right. on, on that health level. So, right. um, one of the things that, that I think we touched on this already was planning food, having food available, whether it's good or bad. Right. How did you traverse having like foods that kind of like, I don't want to call them bad, but you know, foods that you obviously weren't going to help you out during your weight loss phase. How did you traverse having those things in the household? They're in the household, to be honest. It's hard um, just because the kids, like they come home from a birthday party and they've got this bag of candy that they've come back with, yeah. or, you know what I mean? There's just, it's, it's always, or like my husband baking and that kind of stuff. Um, for me, I just had to be like, that's off limits for myself. Um, and just, you know, what I do though with the kids, they get a couple days with it and then it, it gets thrown away. Um, so that's good. Like Halloween candy, they only get to pick 10 pieces after, you know, they get the Halloween night, they get to pretty much eat what they want. But then 
After that, they pick 10 pieces and that's all they have for their Halloween candy. Just because I'm like, who needs six pounds of candy? You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, things like that, that, and it helps me. And then I know that like, they know there's 10 pieces of candy in there. And so if I eat some of that candy, <laughs> we will know. So <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> You're feeling guilty for stealing your kids' candy. <laughs> I like that. That's a good strategy. Yeah, uh, okay. And last but not least, you said knowing it's an everyday battle and it's long term. So let's yeah. talk a minute about those thoughts and, and how you kind of mentally prepare yourself every day. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's something that I wish it wasn't that way where, you know, I didn't have to think about food all the time. And, um, and it wasn't something that I, you know, I kind of wonder, I'm like, does everyone think about food as much as I have to think about food, you know? Um, cause there are, you know, naturally skinny people that just always eat whatever they want and, you know, you're envious or whatever, but I'm like, yeah. for me, this is my life and this is what I have to think about. And I have to, um, I'm going to always have to claw my way back. I think it's just something that, you know, whether it, I, and I have, I think that's a, another thing too, is having a trigger weight um, yes. and saying like, Hey, this is it. You got to turn back around. Cause if you, I think what happens is we get too comfortable with that trigger weight and you're like, well, that's five more pounds. Right. And then you realize, okay, now I'm up 10 pounds or whatever your trigger weight right. is. And then if you keep letting it go and don't claw your way back, that's when you're going to have your problems again. And so I think it's just knowing, okay, I, I don't want to go back. What do I have to do to get back to where I, I was to feel good about myself again and to feel comfortable in my body, you know? Absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, what? I'll, I'll tell you that, um, yes, I, I don't consider it an everyday battle. What I consider it is an everyday choice. Oh, so I'm making... Yeah. I'm making minute by minute choices, day by day choices. And, um, it, you know, the, the cool thing is, is that over time and, and I've, you know, I've done a lot of stuff. I've gone to counseling. I have, right. I, I read constantly and, right. and I try to at least, you know, some, sometimes I read, you know, things that just make my mind disconnect some story that's cool right. or whatever, but I always make sure that I offset that with a good for me book. Right. So, right. um, and I listen to a lot of like audible books and what right. have you. So, you mm -hmm. know, understanding that we have to continuously educate ourselves and also uh, recognizing that over time, I can remember a time when I, you know, this is in my mid or my younger twenties. When I, mm -hmm. I first started my first business at 24, I was working 12 hour days, six, seven days a week. Wow my reward was food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I couldn't wait to have a, I'd go in at like 5 a.m., around 8 a.m., I'd go down to the diner, I'd have right. this big meal, and then I couldn't wait to figure out what I was going to have for a lunch, a big yeah. Monte Cristo sandwich with fries, right. dipped in everything, some right. thousand dressing, um, and then in the evening time, some cocktails, dinner, and, and all of that. So um, I thought about food constantly. Right. So here's the good news. I hardly think about food anymore. Oh, in fact, it's like, it's know. almost like it turned. Um, yes. So it's like a, it's almost like an effort. So I have mm -hmm. to make sure I always have, you know, my groceries and all right. that. And a lot of times I use services to deliver things to me right. because I'm too busy. Um, <laughs> so here's the good news. It flips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it may, and it may take a while. Yeah. And, and you know, 
changing that relationship where food just becomes fuel. So it's just all it is, is it's fueling my day. So I don't get hungry. I don't get low blood sugar. Right. I don't feel crappy. Right. Um, you know, and then, and I get all my, I get enough calories. So my body doesn't go into a holding pattern right. and, exactly. and, you right. know, just, you know, you, and, and, and eating enough vegetables so that my body works properly. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> all good things. Um, all so, good. you know, that's, that's really the takeaway. Yeah. So Melissa, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to bring your picture up one more time <laughs> and uh, tell us like the timeline from uh, the left side to the right side. So the left side, um, that was like September, 2017, I think it was no 16, 2016. Yeah. Cause that's been, yeah. And then, um, the picture on the middle was, um, end of January last year. So that okay, was when you first started yeah. Ideal. yeah. And then the picture on the right is, um, I think it was that October. I think it was. Yeah. October. Yeah. 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 So, so Awesome. And uh, so uh, Lori, Lori says, uh, very motivating. Thanks, Lori, for, for jumping on and, and saying that. Um, do you have anything else, any other tips that you feel like you want to share with with our listeners? I don't think so. Other than just keep on keeping on, you know, like it, it's just, it's something you, it's not going to be perfect all the time. And just to keep trying and do your best and love yourself for who you are and both inside and out. And I think that that's the best that we can do, you know? I so, love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about, I'm all about self-love. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Um, you know, thank you so much uh, just for sharing for, for being open. Um, it, you know, I'm, I'm sure this broadcast will go out to a lot of people that um, it will motivate and, yeah. and if you can, if we can change a couple people's lives and, and, you know, keep them on track and, and right. answer some questions, that's what we want to do. Um, if you are watching this and you have questions for myself or Melissa, feel free to put them in the comment section. We will be so happy to share them. And we have somebody special here. Um, Melissa's <laughs> friend, Jennifer, um, uh, says, thanks for being such an incredible inspiration. Oh, and Jennifer is her own inspiration. Um, is, she absolutely. A, she, she's very much like you. They always have smiles on their faces <laughs> and, and uh, you know, that's awesome because yeah. uh, you gotta, you gotta be happy people. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so thank much you. for, for being here with us. And thank you, Melissa, um, for yeah. just sharing. Of course. All, All right. right, everybody. See you soon. Bye.